0: I think we can all agree that people have gotten into the habit of being the victim. The whiny, lazy victim mentality. And holy shit is that getting old. This is Ambitious AF, Ambitious AF. A-F. If you put in the work, there's no limit to your own success. Rewind that. If you put in the work, there's no limit to your own success. We said work. No pie in the sky. No ring around the rosy horseshit. No reciting positive affirmations. Throat punching you with real, raw, and straight-up grit. All right, we'll give the Care Bear mother a minute to tune out. Go ahead. Now, Now. let's do it. This is Ambitious AF, and this is Aaron Whitehead.
1: Community, what's good? This is the Ambitious AF podcast. It's for people who are driven and want more. I'm Aaron Whitehead, I'm your host, and my hope is that you take these lessons you learn here today back into your life or business so you can test your own limitations and discover what it takes to become ambitious as fuck in your own life. Guys, if this is your first time listening, welcome. I feel though like I should prepare you for what you're about to hear. This podcast isn't like others out there because I'm a straight shooter and I don't beat around the bush, which is why you may feel like you're getting throat punched to the ground, but rest assured, I'm also gonna pick you back up off the floor, dust you off, and send you back into reality armed with the knowledge to become an uncommon force for good in the world because I want to help change the way you think, therefore change the way you live and the way you show up in the world. So if you are listening this far, you're likely somebody who wants to level up in your life. And I'm going to help you with that today. But first, let me remind you about the dues that you pay to listen. The dues are not monetary, guys. I don't run ads on this show and I don't try and sell you shit that you don't need. This podcast is a straight up value exchange, just like good old fashioned American values should be. So if you like the show, if you learn something new, if the tactics help you make positive changes in your life, go ahead and bring me somebody else who also likes to learn something new. Share the show with your friends, with your family, with your colleagues. Go send a DM, send a group text so we can help more people and grow this movement together. Also, if you'd like to have a question answered on the podcast, I need you to do two things. First, send your question in to ask Aaron at AaronMWhitehead.com. Don't send me a bunch of DMs, okay? Send it straight to that email address. That's why I know it's a question that's coming from you guys for the podcast. And two, don't overthink your question, guys. <laughs> I mean... There's probably 30,000 people out there listening right now who have the exact same question as you and 29,999 of them are scared as shit to send in their question. It's fucking weird. So can you please grow a spine and send in your question because I promise you, everybody else has the same question and we're all gonna be able to learn and grow together. So now that that's done, let's get on with business. Today, you are getting a non-sugar-coated, raw, ambitious as fuck episode that I hope will get you to think and question the lies that are spewed in your direction from social media, from society, and most importantly, from the lies that you tell yourself. So let's get started right now. What I'm noticing more and more on social media are claims by people that they want to make significant changes in their life and they want to level up or they want to stop doing something, say something toxic so that they can move forward or they claim they want to be successful. But what I actually notice is that the super majority of these people are just pretenders because they never actually accomplish what they set out to do and they never accomplish the level of success that they say they want because their actions don't match their goals. People who are successful and level up in life learn that taking action repeatedly every single day toward the goal that you want to accomplish is the only way to level up. Successful people know it has nothing to do with fairy dust. And people who don't end up accomplishing their goals or leveling up or becoming successful, these are people who shrug their shoulders and make claims like, oh, well, it wasn't meant to be, or I guess I'm not lucky in life, or, and this one's my fucking favorite, they'll place blame on the leveling up fairy that didn't visit their house and sprinkle success dust all over their life, which they strongly believe happens to everybody else except for them. The reality of this bullshit is that those people who constantly have an excuse as to why they never made it is because they're never willing to do what it takes. They're never willing to do the work because they still think in the back of their mind that there's a significant chance that even if they put their heart and soul into moving forward, they still won't accomplish anything. So they never actually do what it takes and then they place blame on the odds against them but the people who I know who are most successful in life by anybody's definition, including the ultra high net worth people that I know, my colleagues who are New York Times best-selling authors, my clients who are top tier surgeons in their specialty, the people who are part of the circles that I run in, these are extremely successful people in my network. These are the people I talk to. These are the people that I run with. And when you talk to these people, They all believe in the exact same thing, progress over everything, meaning taking the right action and getting the results or the feedback from those action steps and then deciding how to proceed next from the results that they are experiencing. And then they go out into the world and they do the fucking work. And on the flip side, when you ask all the pretenders behind closed doors, when you talk to the wannabes and you ask them this question. Would you be willing to go out and do the real work that makes you feel like an outsider in your own skin? Would you be willing to put in the effort to actually level up and do whatever it takes to remain above that new baseline if you knew that there was a chance you would not become successful? Would you do it? And the answer is unequivocally, almost always, no. These wannabes are always the same kind of people with the same kind of traits, and you can pick them out of a lineup almost immediately. They are the ones who decline to do any extra work at their job, and they say things like, oh, well, they don't pay me to do that, or well, that's not why I was hired, and they damn sure don't bend over backwards for their clientele because they don't get any extra commission, and those people never shift anywhere outside of where they currently are, which is mediocrity at best, and their day consists of nothing other than the basic functions of living life and getting by because heaven forbid, they take a step of faith outside their shiny square box or whatever is basically five feet in front of them. And that's the reality, guys. So if you're the kind of person who's listening right now and you get overwhelmed by the odds or you're influenced by the conversations from others who try to talk you out of your dreams, you sure as shit are going to be warm in the bench of life, complaining a year later about how things just didn't work out for you. Or you'll say something like, oh, this is all such bullshit. But what's bullshit is that you haven't put in the work. So let's get you in front of an actual audience of more than one and ask you how many businesses have you actually started? And of those, how many have failed? What are the lessons that you learned from all that? How have you put those lessons to work? How many books are you currently reading or have you read? What is your friend circle like? And all the other habits that successful people put into place to move the needle forward in their life, and I guarantee I'm fucking to you that that guy hasn't done shit, which is why you hear people like this, the wannabes, continue to talk about how success is for other people, and those people are just lucky in life, and their situation is somehow totally different and magical than everybody else, And that's what they choose to believe, guys. These people are Care Bear motherfuckers. And if you've read any of my social media posts or listened to any of my other podcasts, you hear me talk about Care Bear motherfuckers of the world. These are the people who don't do shit in their lives, but they tell everybody else how to live their life. And I know that you know the type. And by the way, I like to say Care Bear motherfuckers. And I say fuck. And I do it all the time. And if it offends your little sensitive ears, then get the fuck off this podcast. And here's something else that's likely to offend you. The reality is most people are Care Bear motherfuckers. They are the miserable, excuse-driven, underachieving, energy-draining, blood-sucking Care Bear motherfuckers that literally try everything to ruin the idea of leveling up in life for other people. Because they whine and bitch and complain and throw poor little pity me parties about how life isn't fair. They're not willing to earn their sleep. They don't want to take a leap of faith. They constantly talk about how they're going to do all this stuff and they're going to do all that stuff someday, and they never do any of it. They're not willing to wake up in the morning and say, I'm going to level up or I'm going to die fucking trying. They just don't. That's the reality. And if they do take a step forward, they usually give up on themselves after a day or uh, maybe even a week, I'll give you that. And eventually, they're going to give up and they're going to be like, oh, nothing I do is working. They're pretenders. They pretend to give an effort. They pretend like they tried. And they're going to talk shit for the rest of their life from the happy hour bar stool on a Thursday afternoon about how they got screwed over by the world. How their parents were shitty growing up, how the governments fucked them over, how their races fucked them over. And they gave the exact same effort as all the other successful people gave. And you know what? Maybe they did for like 9.5 days, but they didn't build a life leveling up day in and day out for over a decade, period. And that's the difference. There's no consistency with these people, there's no discipline, there's no longevity, there's no endurance. And maybe these are people who try for like four months, but it actually takes four years. So, you know, in their mind, they accepted the challenge to level up. They gave it the old college try. They went all in. They went hard into paint, elbow grease and all. And at the end of the day, they were actually leaving potential on the table. And for those of you listening who do want to level up, I want you to understand this. How many of you have put your head on your pillow at night knowing that you left potential on the table, knowing that there was more effort that you could have given that day, knowing there was another email you could have sent, another call you could have made, another rep that you could have done at the gym? And I want you to recognize this. The state in which you manage your thoughts and your body and your priorities is critical, guys, meaning if you're experiencing stress right now, the way in which you handle that stress will likely dictate Your actions. And if your actions are not in line with your goals, you can bet that you're leaving a boatload of potential on the table. And when you are really looking to level up in life, what you're actually seeking is the longevity. You've got to be able to stick around long enough to see your goals to the end. Yet most people quit at the first sign of adversity. So here's what I want you to know. Anytime that you take on a new venture, you want to start a new business or you want to lose the weight for good or you want to publish a book there's going to be stressors and pressure points that you're going to be faced with. And I don't mean like the little bullshit, no big deal stressors. I mean the type of pressure points like you can't make your payroll in business, okay? A pressure point that's big enough to cause serious worry and angst, something that's going to cause a negative mood to linger for like a day or two days or maybe even a week. What you need to understand is that these types of pressure points are going to happen. But It's your ability to shorten that cycle of frustration that will take you from where you are to where you want to be faster and get you back to baseline so you can move forward. And one of the ways that you can recalibrate faster, by the way, is if you imagine whatever situation you're going through is a situation that you deal with on a daily basis. Like you got to pretend that you deal with this every hour on the hour as if it's a normal part of your life, which means... If you're someone who's in touch with their emotional intelligence, imagine how you could tap into that intelligence every hour of every day so that you would eventually become desensitized to it. And therefore, you'd be able to approach the situation from a logical, unemotional standpoint because you've been overstimulated. Your emotions are nearly numb. So to this frustration or pressure point in your life, it's like you're numb to it. This is often referred to as negative visualization, by the way. And you can use this as a tactic to level up because if you can become numb to the emotional response or the experience or the negative mood that that experience provides after visualizing the scenario 500 times over and over and over and over, then you can do this when it happens one time because the scenario hasn't changed and will likely not change over time, but your perspective has. And if you can do this, you can shorten the cycle that you remain in a negative emotional state that's unproductive, and then you can speed through it faster to come out on the other side so that you can get on with your day or your evening or your weekend without sitting inside your frustration any longer than necessary, which means you can also get to the decision-making portion of your day in an unemotional state. And that can lead to better outcomes. And by the way, if you're listening and you're an entrepreneur or you want to be an entrepreneur, I can promise you this. You will be judged by your target audience and the market based on the quality of your decisions. So take this tactic back into your day and decrease the likelihood of making Bear motherfucker decisions and protect the state in which you operate. Now I want to switch gears and I want to talk to you about some statistics because so many of you listening right now want to do something new in your life, or you want to put a stop to the stop-start patterns that you constantly find yourself in so you can finally become who it is you truly want to become. And here's what I want you to know about competition statistics. Out of 100 people who are going to make the decision to level up their life today, that's 99 other people and you, by the way. You have to understand how many of those 99 people are going to quit on themselves in less than a year probably less than six months, actually. And if we're talking about starting a business and we're talking about entrepreneurship, I give those people less than 30 days when they can't land their first paying client other than Neighborhood Joe. And those statistics, those people who are going to quit on themselves, it's about 85 people out of 100 gone from the competition pool, period. Never to be heard from again. But not you. Because I'm giving you credit. Because you are the Ambitious AFer? You're not one of the 85 who's going to quit on yourself because you listen to the Ambitious AF podcast and you learn the strategies and tactics to become an uncommon force for good in the world and you want to persevere and I know you want to grit it out. So I know that you want to stick it out longer than a year, okay? So 85 out of the 100 people who started to level up right alongside you are no longer in the competition pool. So now 85% of the people are already gone at this point. So that's about, you know, eight and 10 people you have to compete against when you are at level zero, right there, bottom of the pyramid. And if I'm gonna continue with this business startup example, 85% of the 100 people will no longer be in business in six months or less, but not you. You have made it past the first hump, the first year, and then what? You've got 15 people left out of the original 100, operating the same business that you're in. So, out of the final 15% left on the playing field, okay, 15 people, I'm going to say about 10 of those people, they're going to actually double down. They're going to read more books. They're going to wake up and they're going to make self-imposed deadlines. They're going to try to breathe success as much as possible. But the minute their trajectory starts to flip downward and continues to move downward at an accelerated pace, which includes getting sucker punched in business, losing a bunch of clients at one time, getting their brick and mortar store vandalized. They experience stealing from their employees. Like I'm talking about any resistance or major blow that stands in their way, that moves their trajectory downward at an accelerated pace. These are people who quit. And these are people who say, you know what? I did it and it didn't work out. It wasn't in the cards. And then that's it, guys that becomes the end of their business venture. So at this point, one year later, you have 95% of the original population out of the equation because here's why. All that major resistance that I just mentioned is fucking hard as hell to deal with. Think about it. What would you do if you launched your new business or you tried to level up in a way that you were really, really, really wanted to be successful with? And seven months later your spouse gets diagnosed with some form of cancer. Or maybe it's you. This shit is hard. Could you keep your business going through a diagnosis and a treatment? And the answer is 95% of you cannot. Do you get it now? Do you hear what I'm saying? When I say being slammed into a fucking concrete wall as the front seat passenger in a car, that is me that I'm talking about. When I say going through a toxic divorce, that's me I'm talking about. When I say... Losing nearly all of my clients at one time, that is me that I'm talking about. That has happened to me. I have lived through this shit as a business owner. I've been disciplined by the market for being unprepared. I've been sucker punched by other performance coaches, okay? I'm telling you, I get it. And maybe you have different challenges, okay? Maybe they're not the same as mine. That's fine, okay? There's always an asterisk when it comes to business. In fact, you might likely have a situation that's 10 times harder than anything else that I mentioned here today. But the reality is 95% of people who face life-changing events or harsh realities in business end up quitting. They say, fuck, this just was not meant to be. I'm going to go head back to work in a job that I didn't love when I quit it, but at least it has a steady paycheck and a 401k corporate matching program that will see me into retirement. And guys, they quit because shit got hard. They stopped. And that's why they choose to believe that things weren't meant to be. So now 95 people out of 100 who were doing what you wanted to do a year ago have now quit and 85 of them quit because they're wannabes and Care Bear motherfuckers who can't handle any type of pressure from life. They want to claim the prize, but they don't want to do any of the work. These people are most people, by the way, the victim clown crowd. Then you have 10 people who handled their shit and pulled it together long enough to stay in the game for just on or around a year. But 10 of them didn't know how to overcome obstacles and downward trajectories. Now, you have five people left still standing, including you. So you have five other people in your arena who just fucking get it. These are the hardworking, gritted out, step on any motherfucker who gets in their way, earn their sleep. They show up like a badass kind of people. These people don't sit around waiting for the sun to come out tomorrow. They don't wait for an opening in their schedule. They don't wait until they have business cards or a website to launch their idea into the market. They don't wait until their confidence is through the roof before stepping up to the podium. They don't stand in front of the mirror reciting positive affirmations that they don't believe. And they don't wait until they see the right motivational meme land in their social media feed before they get their day going. They fucking disdain the idea of mediocrity and accept the fact that that shit storms happen, and they still execute instead of waiting for conditions to be perfect. Basically, they handle their shit. They believe in doing the work. They believe in their own potential, but two of them are not mentally tough enough to bear down and execute every single day of every single week of every single month through the nights and weekends and the boring past the one-year mark. These are the people who don't understand how to execute when shit gets boring, when things become routine. Instead of executing during the boring times and instead of looking for ways to improve and iterate or pivot the business, they actually end up dwindling away into the darkness. This is the grind that they are incapable of. When shit gets boring, they forget how to execute their day. It's the boring routine that they can't handle, which is the exact same shit, day in and day out, the routine of the business that most business owners hate, by the way, at least after the first three to six months of it, and the things that they used to execute at 100% for the first 90 days, this is the step backwards that those two out of five people left in your circle take and that's why their businesses begin to fade away. And eventually both of those people get disciplined by the market for being unprepared and then they go out of business. So let me recap the statistics. First, you've got 85 Care Bear motherfuckers out of 100. Then you've got 10 out of 15 who aren't total Care Bear motherfuckers, but they can't handle the bad shit that life throws at them. And then you have two out of five left, including you, who get it. But those two lose their attention to detail and their business fades over time. And now what are you left with? You're left with you and two other people out of 100 And when you look back and you were like, good God, there's like 100 people at the starting line who want to open the exact same business as me doing the exact same thing that I want to do. Now, you know, there's only three of you that are going to make it. These are the people. Who can get their shit together, shed toxic relationships, read more books or study a few of the good ones, overcome obstacles, get punched in the mouth and get back up. They stay sharp. They earn their sleep. They execute every single day, including holidays, especially when it gets boring. They continue to level up or they die trying. These are people who are ambitious as fuck. These are people who end up living the dream. These are the people that you look up to and secretly wish that you could be like. These are people who show up and they get shit done. And it's easy to warm the bench as a 97 percenter and talk about how the success fairy sprinkled all the fairy dust over those three successful people left standing. And things just always work out for people like that and how lucky people like that always are in life. Oh, really? How lucky was I when COVID hit and I lost 98% of my business overnight and didn't get it back for a year? How lucky was I when I had to cancel my appearances at conferences because I couldn't afford the plane tickets because I was going through a toxic divorce? How lucky was I when my doctor caught abnormal breast tissue that had to be removed and I had a mental fucking breakdown because I care so much about my life that I lost my fucking mind? People don't get it. They don't Get what it takes to level up. Most people are not cut out to actually level up. In fact, 97% of them aren't, but not you. You are not most people. You are ambitious AF. You can do anything that you set your mind to. You can write that book and publish it. You can lose the weight and eat healthy from now on. You can start that business today. You can put down the bottle of bourbon for good. You can shed interpersonal relationships that are no longer functional. If you understand the message that I'm delivering to you today, this should be an encouraging podcast episode for you. When you look at the competition landscape and you understand that the battle is really in persistence, grit, and determination, and 97% of the people that you compete with in business on day one will not be anywhere around a year from now. That shouldn't seem so bad to you. You have to understand that if you want to feel like you are dominating in your life over and over again, if you get up every day, educate yourself to improve, give an exceptional effort, accept nothing other than moving the needle forward in your life and you earn your sleep, you cannot fail. It becomes impossible. But the Care Bear motherfuckers don't ever take that leap of faith or buy into this concept long enough to see the fruit of their labor. They choose not to persevere. And when you realize that the majority of your competition isn't even serious about getting into business or going head-to-head with you because they're wannabes to begin with who like to play entrepreneur and throw around a few business terms and conversations or some shit, you will land in the top 3% by default. Just don't quit. You have to keep going. Don't let the routine of chopping the ax in the exact same spot get the best of you. Get back up after you get punched in the mouth. Sharpen your skill set on nights and weekends. You will not fail. And if you're that Care Bear motherfucker who's listening to this right now and you don't get it or you're sliding your bullshit into my DMs or posting hater comments on my posts, I feel sorry for you. Truly, You are fucking miserable in life and you are going to stay that way forever. To the rest of you, stop believing in the success fairy dust. There is no success fairy dust. It's action and execution and results. Stop embracing mediocrity. Stop talking about how you're afraid to lose friends if you chase your most ambitious desires. Stop talking about how the timing isn't right. Stop being miserable in your constant state of disappointment and stop drinking the Care Bear motherfucking Kool-Aid. It is painful to carve your own path and level up, but it is not impossible. So get up off your ass, handle your shit, execute the day like you're ambitious as fuck and go be the top 3% who level up and become an uncommon force for good in the world.
0: You've been listening to Ambitious AF. If you're still here, that means we're family because you don't play the victim card and you're all about running anyone over who gets in your way. Welcome to the family. Pay your dues for listening. The podcast isn't sponsored, so the growth is organic. So if you learn something new or were inspired, we just ask that you share the show with a friend, a colleague, or anybody else who likes to wake up and kick some ass. We'll see you next time on Ambitious AF.